Hey, hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Aspiring Adult Podcast featuring my brand new bean chair. So if you hear something rustling around, it is likely just the beans in the chair. So I actually love this thing. It is probably one of my top five favorite purchases that I've made this year. My number one favorite purchase by far is my e-bike, and I don't think that there's going to be anything that really tops that this year. I would probably say that my beanbag chair is a close second. Um, I'm not really sure what three and four or five would really be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have... I guess my stickers. I really like my stickers. I'll actually make that number three. And maybe, yeah, I guess it's just my top three. Um, Yeah, so those are things I really love that I don't know how I'm ever going to live without again, but that's something that I have to take into consideration because with this very new um, and exciting pursuit into my life, which is what this whole podcast episode is primarily about, is a a giant shift in my life and of my 25 years of living what that is and what how it's really going to impact me because I really don't know. But before we get into that, I can't stop smelling my hair. And I I know that's probably really weird to say out of context, but I just went to the hair salon to get my hair done. I absolutely hate going to the hair salon. I hate it. And I know that's probably a really hot take, but I don't like it for a plethora of reasons. The main reason that I dislike it is because every time I'm there, I am there for upward of three hours. And that's a long time to be sitting in a chair. Like, I am, I love to talk. I think that that is what I'm on this planet to do is to communicate and talk with people. One thing that drains me is small talk. I cannot do it. If if you want to get deep with me, let's get deep. I'm happy to talk with you for hours about deep conversation surface level conversation about the weather, your significant other, a vacation that you just went on. I I cannot, I cannot talk about that for three hours. So you get a good 20 minutes out of me and then I'm mute. I suddenly forget how to speak. So that was my experience today. We had about a 20 minute conversation and then from there actually just didn't talk the whole time and it was really very nice. Like she didn't try to talk. I didn't try to talk. It was very nice. Very, very nice. And I spent a lot of time, the time in the chair texting people because again, today was a very, very big day for me. It was very eventful and this is the start of a a new beginning for me, really. So to get into what that new beginning is, backtrack. Um, So while you're getting into this new beginning, but after I get out of the chair, I look in the mirror. I'm like, I don't look that much different than when I walked in here. And so for me to just have sat here for three hours, for me to not look that different is just like such an annoying feeling but I can tell like a week later that I went and did it. I also just think, I don't know what the girls at the hair salon are doing, but they can't style. Like, I wish they would just give me the hot tools and I could style my own hair and be like, oh yeah, like I really like what we did here. I just like someone else styling your hair. They don't, they don't know how to do it. You know, like they don't, no one ever does it as good as you do. So then you don't like your hair as much when you leave the salon. 
and whatever. I mean, maybe that's just the salons I go to. Maybe I, that that's a me issue, an ish me. But getting into the subject at hand, the topic of the hour or of the 45 minutes or however long this ends up being. The big news, the culminating event, the absolute pinnacle of my 25 or year, 20, 25th year of life, um, the absolute precipice of my adulthood and kind of childhood, I have decided after lots of thinking and yeah, pretty much just lots of thinking that I quit my corporate job. I no longer work in corporate America. Okay, that's a lie. I I will be working in corporate America for the next two weeks. But after that, I will not be in corporate America anymore, which I am so excited for. And I know that that's a really weird thing to hear coming out of my mouth, especially in my own ears, because I was always really proud of the fact that I was able to follow orders. I was really, really good at following orders. I was really good at going above and beyond. I was really good at being coachable. And so those three things are typically a lethal trio in corporate America. But for me, I somehow got wrapped up into an industry that I don't think that I truly belong in. So I ended up in, for those of you that don't know, I worked in customer success. And for those of you that don't know what that is, that is basically tech consulting for tech software as a service or SaaS companies. And in a customer success role, you are doing exactly what the role sounds like. You are there to make sure that the customer is successful so that they don't leave the company that you work for and not pay a subscription any longer. So think of it like if Spotify had somebody that would perfectly curate a playlist for you every single day. That was me. I was orchestrating that for people's lives. I was perfectly orchestrating their days. No, I'd like to think so, but I I don't think that I actually was. But the difficulty in that for me was that I was never producing a tangible asset. Like I was helping other people produce tangible assets because the company I was working for was software for manufacturers. And it was nice because I was able to speak the language of engineering, which is what I have my background in. But again, I didn't actually get to put it into practice, which was not very gratifying to me. And so at the end of the day, I didn't really have anything to show for my days of work. Like when I was a mechanical engineer, I was at least able to create a drawing and I could see, okay, this is the progress that I made in a day. And this is the features that I was able to add. These are the components that I was able to add. Like that was way more gratifying than taking a look at my calendar at the end of the day and being like, oh, I had eight to eight, eight back to back meetings today. Like that doesn't feel good. Like you don't see that and you're like, oh yeah, that that's a hard day of work. Like that is a hard day of work. But for me, it just it didn't sit right. And I kept trying to like force myself to fit that mold and for- force myself to be an office girly and force myself to be a corporate girly. And I just, I couldn't do it. And I- 
I think the hardest part in not being able to be like the best corporate girly was the fact that it was a persona that people put on like circle back to like EOD let me chime in on like the weird syntax like let me loop in let's circle like I just I can't like I would never talk that way to another human being why am I all of a sudden using this vernacular that I never use in this setting it was just it was super weird and I didn't particularly particularly enjoy that aspect of corporate America because it just felt like I was being a disingenuous version of myself but when I was being I don't know like I didn't talk with the vocabulary of corporate America if you will I kind of just talked as myself and that's what resonated with most of my customers because they're not in corporate America so that that was honestly really nice uh but still internally with my team and with my superiors I would have to talk in that capacity which is it's just like I don't know it's just weird like I get formality and respect but it's just like the weird made-up jargon that exists in corporate America like low-hanging fruit in what world like the amount of times that I've heard that or like I don't know I just it's just uh, I'm not not about it so that that was one of the first things for me that was like uh, 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 uh. um so the calendar and not producing anything that was tangible and the jargon and then just sitting at a computer all day i it just it i can't like humans are supposed to be outside i I'm sitting at a computer for eight hours. It just is mind-boggling to me. And it, again, isn't satisfying. And so I'm there beating my head against the wall, trying to figure out what more I can do. And I'm trying to do more and more and more and do these projects. And that doesn't get recognized always. And so that didn't feel gratifying either. And it just was like this, this loop of I'm feeling so stressed out and feeling so undervalued and no one seems to be able to help me that I need to get out of this environment. And so my cousin James actually gave me some pretty good advice and shout out to him because I know that he listens to all my episodes. So special shout out to James. But he texted me and said, you don't have to love what you do, but you can't hate what you do five days a week. And so I was at the point where I was, I don't know if I would say hate, but it wasn't love. It wasn't extreme passion for what I was doing five days a week. The The large reason why I stayed so long in corporate America, because you might be wondering, okay, then why did you work for two years in corporate America? Great question. Um, I thought that that was kind of what I had to do. And I mean, it still might be. But at the end of the day, I also truly thought that that was like the, the, the utmost success. And so I wanted to try and work harder and work harder and work harder. And I just really burnt myself out really fast. Um, 
I, I burnt myself out. And the large reason and why, and, and why in which I stayed and in, in, in the way in which I, st- I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. The large reason in why I stayed in which I, why, in why in which I stayed, is that? No, that doesn't make sense. The large reason why I stayed at my company was because of the people. I really, really, really strongly looked up to and still value the leadership that my CEO and founder of the company had. Uh, I really respected him a lot. And he was just a great person to work for because he was one of those people that you could be very transparent with. Like, you didn't have to use the jargon. You didn't have to be some corporate stiff in order to have a conversation with him, which is something that I really valued and appreciated, especially someone at such a high level in the company. Um, The other thing was my peers. So, all the, the people that were in the the trenches with me taking these calls resolving issues like those people I will always love and cherish forever and that made quitting today and putting my two weeks in today so incredibly difficult because they they made work fun they made work have a culture and having to tell all of them that I was leaving today was extremely bittersweet. It was so, so bittersweet. And I am a very emotional person. I I typically cry, I don't know, maybe one to two times a week. Like, that might seem like a lot, but I don't know. I cry a lot. And sometimes it's happy crying, sometimes it's sad crying. And today, like, I didn't shed a singular tear. Last night, I couldn't catch a wink of sleep I literally was making myself sick with how much anxiety but also excitement that I have for my future now and it is just I I didn't shed a singular tear which is so so bizarre for me but yeah so I was laying in bed probably until I don't know 2 a.m and I was getting a text message and I was like, why am I getting a text at 2 a.m.? Well, because it's 5.30 in Boston and my friend Savina was texting me asking me why I was up sending her DMs and my response was basically that I just was having an anxiety attack and she kind of talked me down from it. But I'm extremely thankful for my friends and family also for being so supportive in this decision. And so now the question you might be asking is, okay, you quit your job, but now what are we focusing on the podcast? What are we doing? So I'd love to focus on the podcast. That is something that I want to continue to channel my energy and time into. However, I am extremely, I kind of want to say this in like a um, LinkedIn-esque manner of I am extremely excited to announce that I've just accepted a role as a like that's the kind of like I kind of just want to say that just to be facetious with it but I am actually extremely genuinely excited to say that I am quitting my job in corporate America to become a ranch hand in Colorado. This 
it's like if little Sarah could see me right now, she would be so proud. And I am not ashamed to admit this any longer. I am a horse girl. I was a horse girl. I was the girl that would show up every day to school with her horse lunchbox. And in kindergarten through, I think, third grade, I would wear a horse dress too. And it's not like one singular horse. Like it was tasteful. My my mom wasn't a psychopath. Um, it was tasteful horses, horse dresses, whatever. But I, I'm so excited because this is truly something that I solely want to do and that I've wanted to do for quite some time and that I finally just got the courage to do. And so I went on coolworks.com and just started looking for ranches and specifically ranches with housing. So I wanted to find a ranch that I could stay at, work at, and eat at and not have to worry about doing anything else like getting off the property ever. I really, really wanted to be in like sort of a mind-numbing position where I don't have to worry about like oh, if I do this project or if I talk in this capacity, then I'm going to get a promotion or I'm going to be fast-tracked to be a C-suite employee. Like, that's not, that's not the goal with this ranch hand position. So with the ranch hand position, going back to what my previous point was about my initial gripes with corporate America and the fact that you're inside all day and you're staring at a computer and you don't have any tangible result. Like one of my chores or I guess one of my, I'm not going to call it a chore. One of my responsibilities at my new place of employment is to shovel snow. And I know that that sounds really stupid to be excited about. And I probably check in with me in April and see if I have the same sentiment towards it. But I'm extremely excited to shovel snow because at least you can see like, hey, that's what I shoveled today. Like I shoveled that massive mound. Like that is the smallest, silliest little thing, but that is something that I'm looking forward to. And I was in my doom scrolling last night until 2.30 a.m. I found Instagram videos and TikTok videos of ranch hands at the ranch that I'm going to work at and they were like building a fence and I got so excited because I'm gonna know how to build a fence like I am simply going to be building so many hard skills like I could potentially be learning how to weld here I could be learning how to do like so many new hands-on crafting skills that I would not learn anywhere else like sure I could look it up on YouTube but this I'm actually getting like experience to do I'm getting paid to do it so I I'm giddy about it I'm excited about it I'm super pumped about it and I signed the letter today and I again submitted my letter of not recognition I submitted my letter of resignation today and overall again the word of the day is bittersweet like I am so so excited to be a ranch hand in Colorado however I'm not excited to try and figure out how I'm going to get out to Colorado being that I just moved across the country which if we have been listening to my podcast, we know that I t- say in every episode that I'm so excited to be in California, but that stint has come to an end, I guess. Um, 
maybe I'll be back one day. I truly think that, like, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Utah is more over my calling, but we'll see. I'm I'm just really excited, and I'm really, really happy that I've decided not to care about what other people's thoughts are on this matter. I got my dad's approval, and now I have James's approval, um, and my brother's approval, so that truly is really all that matters to me. Um, I don't really care if nobody else approves of it. I'm, I'm happy for it, but I am also happy that the majority of my colleagues have been super, super supportive and excited and ready to hear about what my next venture is. Uh, so that's also been super great, which again is just a testament to how great my peers at my company that I just quit from are. And yeah, I am overall very grateful to have such supportive people in my life. And I'm also very grateful to be brave enough to quit my career for a job where I was making close to six figures and now I will be making $14 an hour. So (laughs) that is also going to be a super fun thing to track throughout all my segments. But I'm excited for it. I think that this is going to be one of the best seasons of my life and I'm I'm really, really looking forward to it. Like, all of the videos at this ranch are like a really mystical winter wonderland where people are on sleighs riding horse, or people are riding horses on sleighs or riding sleighs with horses through the snow. They're like, it just looks so, it looks like a Hallmark movie. I'm going to be working in a Hallmark movie. And I know it's not going to be as luxurious as what I, what I'm, making it sound like like I live in a dorm with other girls I am going to be living on a twin bed I am going to be waking up probably at 5 a.m in the bitter cold to shovel snow like those are the realities but like that's it's not a deterrent for me for whatever reason like I am just beyond pumped I'm stoked I'm excited I am elated to announce so that's that's what I've got this week. I'm super, super excited about it. And stay tuned for more updates on my ranch hand work. I think that this is gonna be it's gonna be a good one. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Aspiring Adult Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye.